It's not uncommon. It's something they do, and they've been busted for doing it before. Are we at one of those moments in history in which there is the necessity for a new world order? There's a need for a new world order, but it has different characteristics in different parts of the world. Welcome to Lisa Haven News. Hi, everyone. Lisa Haven here, as well as Justice Knight, and you are listening to Red Alert Radio. Well, um, there is a lot happening all across the country. So uh, I guess for starters, we know that there is a convorted effort uh, to take down anyone who is a nationalist, anyone who just simply loves their country. I put out a report today detailing a plan for the Democratic Party to basically uh, take everyone off the airways who is speaking truth. So we want to focus some on that tonight, as well as um, the president of the United States. I know people have been talking about, will they impeach him? Will they take him down? I mean, there's lots of different ways they could do this. Uh, But if he were to go down, I want to ask the question, is it possible for any kind of quote unquote roundup? Should we as patriots be worried about it? And then I even want to inform you of one ICE agent who committed suicide right before his death back in 2016. It was a couple of years ago, but he warned of an economic collapse as well as roundup. So want to get into a little bit of all of that. But for starters, Justice, I kind of took the the reins here. Uh, Let's start first. With the Democrats going into 2019, do you feel like I feel that their 2019 agenda is to shut, make their opposition shut up or be silenced? Hmm. That's a good question. Both. Everything, go away, disappear, fall off the face of the earth. Um, It's it's just such, um, unfortunately... Uh, just a dark scenario because these guys have no reality anymore. So we're not going to have debate. You're not going to be allowed to go to our original format, which was we can sit on opposite sides of the house. We can have debate, and the debate that wins is the law that move forward. Well, now guess what? In a democratic slash globalist, and again, you guys listen to my channel, you know I don't like using Republican or Democrat. I can't stand it anymore. It's globalist or nationalist in, in this, at this point in time. So the globalists don't want to have debate. They want it their way and their way only. It's like a teenage brat child <laughs> who that's all they want, and it's going to be their way, and they don't care what you say, and if you don't give me what I want, I'm going to make your life miserable. And that's what they do. You don't give them what they want. They make your life miserable. You read these reports. They're not even reality anymore. Anything that's happening is not reality. Your report just earlier today on the attack on, on um, Michael and PewDiePie and all these guys, I mean, this isn't reality. These guys haven't done anything wrong outside of written amazing books, outside of having incredible followers, outside of having the youth actually engaged in politics, which has never happened before in history. Oh, my gosh, that's bad. Because now he's going to be able to potentially get people engaged in politics against our agenda. What should we do with them? What should we do with them, Lisa? No, we should do shut them down, make them quiet, sue them, face even Facebook. Hold on, folks. I may defend Facebook for a second here. I know. Red alert! Red alert! Facebook is getting sued. You know what the basis they're getting sued on is because they're not shutting down conservative voices quick enough. 
So the anti-liberal left is coming out and saying, okay, the, the, um, anybody non-Christian, um, the Muslims, anybody who could throw up a race card is throwing it down on Facebook and saying, you're not protecting our interests enough. How dare you? When we've watched all our sites get slashed, we watch our traffic get slashed, that isn't enough for them. They would just prefer for it to be the Democratic Facebook. And until they see that on there, they're not going to stop their attacks. There, I went on too far now. Now it's your turn. Well, that's the truth of it. I mean, they are all purposefully targeting us, attacking us, and they're doing it under the banner of political correctness and racism. How do you silence a generation? You make it seem like anything and everything they're saying is racist and bad. Committing a crime against a group. How did Nazi Germany make Jews look like the bad guy? Well, he painted them as the purpose, the reason for the economic crisis. He said it's the banker's fault, it's the Jewish's fault, and they're the scum of society. And so he did it under the banner of it's their fault for this thing, so we have to do this. Well, same thing is happening today. How did they start silencing people in China, Iraq, Iran, the Middle East? I mean, too many countries to to count. Even in Russia, they silenced their people for a great number of years under multiple dictators. Uh, Even Kim Jong-un there in North Korea. How did they do it? They started with political correctness genre, which is what we're seeing today. So basically, we have the whole Democratic side, and then one day, it's going to turn around and bite them in the rear end. It will, because one day it can turn on them just as simple as it has on us. That's why I'm for the freedom of of everyone's speech. But they turn it on them one day, and it's just going to be all chaos. But for now, they've got all their eyes set on us, and they're making our internet less and less and less free. Which leads me to the question, because all of us realize this is going on. Unfortunately, no one's doing anything to stop it. They're starting to take out some of our best uh, uh, people at the top, people like Michael Savage. Gavin McGinnis, Alex Jones, all of which have been removed off air. So there's ultimately agenda. They ultimately have a goal and desire, and that is going forward even into 2019, I think we're going to see and witness a lot more suppression of our uh, freedom of speech, a lot more suppression of conservatives, unless... Trump actually makes a move and does something against it, which I'm not seeing at the moment because they've got him so wound up on the whole Russia fake narrative. How many lawsuits against him pending right now? Who knows? He's got stacked. stacked (laughs) There's many indictments. There's many indictments. Uh Uh, but nobody really knows who the indictments are for. I think nope. there's there's talks of thousands of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also talk recently of, I think, nine, 18 or 19 indictments that are sitting there, uh, but they can't release the information because it retains to somebody important or, or, or imperative. And so they're kind of just sitting on these and everybody's waiting to see what happens. And people are saying it involves President Trump and his whole cabinet. I wouldn't be surprised because they keep trying to frame him for a crime that he's not guilty of. And let me say this loud and clear. Maybe one day they quote unquote find something on President Trump with Russia, but I guarantee you it's planted. I guarantee you it's manipulated. I guarantee you it's purposefully put there because he is working against the same people JFK was working against during his time. JFK warned us that there would be basically a a takeover, that, that there was a plot to enslave. That's a powerful word. Mm -hmm. Enslave humanity, and he is going to expose it before he leaves office. That was never exposed. 
The deep state has that us in their grasp. And the Democratic Party is not the Democratic Party. They're the party that I believe JFK was warning about, that they want to enslave the public. They want us all poor. They want us all broke. And they're using their agendas to get us to that area. So there's just there's just so much happening. Yeah, and they love to keep us in the Democratic-Republican narrative. And that's that's the problem because it's not... This is, in some ways, a life or death scenario, a freedom or slavery issue. A, it's beyond right or wrong. It's beyond Republican, Democrat. But it's phenomenal for them to keep it in those, in those silos because that's what the general public understands. The general public will have a trouble or it hurts to accept the fact that we're under a complete lifestyle attack at this point in time. Your very way of life is in the largest jeopardy it's ever been in outside of wartime. Because at any moment in time, they turn out the lights, they control the social media, they control the message, they shut down a complete political party, which they're very capable of doing. Everybody thinks that can't happen. That could happen, unfortunately, very easily. They already are. When President Trump came in, drained the swamp, and he was supposed to go after all these people, and he's trying. I'm, I'm, I'm confident he's trying. But yet it almost appears the counterattack is larger than the sitting president. That's terror in its purest essence, because this man who comes with more power, one of the, at one point in time, the most powerful position in the entire world was the president of the United States. At this point in time, can't in some ways, even though he's attempting to, fight back against his own system. And, and I, th- I think he is. He has to. He's trying. He is trying. And that's the thing. Uh, uh, like, okay, so he put out a tweet today saying, I'm being suppressed on Twitter and they're not allowed, they're, they're slowly removing people and, and yada, yada. And the, some of the public, the side that's the Democratic operative paid off leftists are like, yeah, that's just normal. People don't like you. That's not true. I have dealt with this on Facebook. I saw my numbers sit at 26,000 for the last four years when right prior to, well, last two and a half years, I will say. So right at 2016, that number froze and it's only gone up a thousand over the past two years. Yet when I started Facebook, it was climbing a thousand almost every other month. Like it was booming. It was big and it just dies like that. That doesn't happen. Same thing that's happened to President Trump. And then they deny it and deny it and deny it. But the truth is, he's the president of the United States, yet they're allowed to do that kind of crime to him. Continually. And, and, but, and you wonder who's driving this train. You wonder who the globalists are. You just, just look at your articles, and that's why Lisa and I always work off of current articles, new releases, unclassified documents. Today's Financial Times, you know who their man of the year was? Just released. George Soros. Can I barf? I'm going to barf. Man of the year. I need a second. So if you ever needed more <laughs> evidence that our world is under complete attack, if, you, if, the, if the fact that Facebook is actually going after George Soros is not enough to tell you that there is a serious globalist agenda dominating, destructive, tyrannical socialist, throw every term you want into this pot, attack on the American way of life. There is no clearer evidence than the headlines that are slapped right in front of our face every day. And yet we sit there and, and my, my tact, even on my, 
when I, when I watch my own broadcasts, I, I kind of look back and I'm like, gosh, why was I so calm? Because I'm boiling inside and everybody's boiling inside. And Lisa and I cover slightly different perspectives at times. Sometimes we overlap each other. I tend to take the more technological side because the information flow and how it's being disseminated and controlled is steering this agenda message overall. So unfortunately, they know that the youth of America, who will be fighting this battle after us, and that's why we have to win it for them, is so driven by the social medias and so driven by the electronic way of life that if they can control that message, they will control the up-and-coming generations, hence the attack on PewDiePie, because that's the one broken link. Oh, shoot, this guy got past our defenses. How did this happen? And how the heck did he funnel up to be the largest YouTuber almost on the face of the earth? One of the biggest celebrities that exists is a YouTuber. Yes, you hear that? And he plays video games. Well, there, hence, is the connection with the youth. So let's attack that. Because if you don't believe that they're trying to take this whole World Wide Web and Internet of Information and use the Googles and use the Facebooks and use the Twitters and use people by far even larger than them, maybe not larger than Google, that's going to be very, very challenging for anybody to be. But nonetheless, control that information flow, steer the message just like you had mentioned. Exactly what Hitler did. First thing he did, he went to every newspaper, every magazine, seized control. And that's what's happening today, is they're seizing control. They already have control. That's why people like myself are seriously wanting to shake the living daylights out of every American, because it's like, wake up, your country's dying. We're getting our rights taken away. We're getting everything taken away. And I can scream until I'm blue in the face and become uh, somewhat, uh, what is that when you just you know, become it normal. It's just, it just normal, but it's not normal mm-hmm. because so much chaos is happening. Now I, I, uh, brought up earlier in the port and I just think this is an interesting fact, but, uh, there was an ice agent back in 2016 who basically, uh, he, after writing a lengthy suicide note, he exposed some really terrifying plans that he personally believed the government had for American citizens. He was a U.S. customs agent. And then he walked out onto a pier and shot himself after he wrote this letter. Letter. Very gross, a very, uh, you know, not something you want to think about. But this letter, and I'm just going to summarize it, goes on to talk about he misses his old country. He works for the border there. And basically, he says that he's not allowed to do his job because he's supposed to detain these people, send them back to their country. But instead, he was told by the president at the time, which was Obama, during the time that he was part of ICE, that he couldn't do anything. His hands were tied. So he'd literally go into work and sit there and do nothing. And then he said that the the military there and, and they themselves were taught uh, to how to basically shoot women and children. They had diagrams of that in the event of some kind of quote unquote riot or uprising. So it was kind of, he spoke of the desensitization. That's a tough one. Desensitization. Lack of sensitivity. Let's go with that. The lack of sensitivity, (laughs) the desensitization of the people, of the militaries, what they were attempting to do. He further goes on and talks about uh, how they were telling them that the economy is terminally ill and it will eventually fail. Now, I believe he even said 2016. Obviously, he's wrong on that date. We've got some issues with the economy unless they planned that under Hillary and and that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, But now here we are and then he also talks about FEMA camps, also known as Rex 84 centers. It's a program. I've read the entire document. I've seen the facilities. R-E-X-8-4. This is what you would call kind of a 
modern day FEMA camp. It does not have the pits that they had back in Hitler's time where, you know, they're boiling pits and the chemical pits. Obviously, that's not a part Mm -hmm. of it. Uh, It's more uh, kind of likened to basically just a penitentiary or some kind of uh, facility where you keep inmates. But these RX-84 center bulls are comparable to those here in America. We do have them. They are real. They are building more. And so they were told, at least he says, uh, that they were told that this is in case of, well, some kind of uprising in America or collapse, they would need to put people in some particular area. Uh, And imagine, you know, if something like that were to take place, I pray it never does. But when I think about history and history's past, and then I look at China and I see all that same stuff happening right now in China, what did they do first in China? They killed them with political correctness and said, uh, these things are wrong. Speak against your government. It's wrong. Do this and that. Then they assign them a social score. Now they're scored based off how good little citizens or bad little citizens they are. If they jaywalk, they're published. If they uh, speak negative, a negative against Yi Jinping, if they go to church for crying out loud, an underground church, you're arrested and, and, and round up and they've upped that attack. And now they're putting them in these re-education camps that don't exist. So they say, but they do exist. Hundreds, if not thousands of people are dying over there. And now we have similar Stasi style roundup happening in China. And guess where we are in America? We're at step number one or two, maybe even further down the road, following the same steps that they happened in China. I believe as long as we've got President Trump in there, we've got headway. And I don't believe that's going to happen. But if they were to take President Trump down, I don't know what's going to happen. I think personally there could be uprisings because they could be upset about uh, you know, some kind of civil war or something that breaks out if they take out POTUS. I don't think many people would be happy about that. And could they do some kind of roundups? And uh, the ultimate question is, you know, nobody knows until the day pans out and how the situation unfolds. But all I can tell you is they definitely have the RX-84 centers, the FEMA camps out there. Uh, for whatever reason, they do indeed exist. So what's your take? <laughs> yeah, the FEMA camps that nobody, you know, thank goodness that you and so many of uh, like you exposed to FEMA camps. Um, What bothers me about the FEMA facilities and the FEMA camps in themselves is they were proven to fail during actual Americans' time of needs. During the floods in Louisiana, they actually failed out. We remember we we had even sat in a lecture about somebody who had to bring private equipment to go bring food to the people in Louisiana because FEMA couldn't provide. So FEMA is supposed to be there to help America. The problem is that the funding... I worry about what they're actually using that funding for, because what's happened is our own missile defense system, for example, a article just came out, says that they don't even have the most basic cybersecurity on our missile defense system. But yet the FEMA camps are top notch, fully staffed, ready to go at any moment in time. So why are you putting all the money into something that is you know, it was allegedly to help Americans, but yet you're not going to defend us in the case that we would actually need to use those FEMA camps. There's just a weird agenda behind the whole thing that I've never been comfortable with. I haven't researched as much as you have. Well, there's different kinds of FEMA camps, just to know. He's talking about the tent ones that they Mm -hmm. erect for uh, temporary purposes. Yeah, those are needed. You know, when we get in some kind of crisis, you need to have somewhere for people to go. But the problem is, a lot of the times, they're, they're they're having problems getting anything approved. 
bottom line. And then packages get sent. I know people who work within FEMA and they get packed. This is what they tell me. They get food packages and everything ready to go. They send them out. The food packages get sent back because it didn't get the proper approval or it wasn't approved. And this happens numerous on numerous occasions. So what happens? They reach out to the public. So where is all that money going and why aren't they really helping well, like they should be at that level? Because, but, but sorry, Deb, no, please. but there's two, there's, there's the, there's the, tent ones, and then there's the, the real facilities that are not movable, okay? Those are, are covered with bob wire and, and, and guard towers. What is the real reason to have that? Well, according to the RX-84 document, they say it's for mass immigration. Well, we have all these caravans coming across the border. Are they even being sent to them? No. Some are, but it's few and far between. Mm-hmm. Instead, they're converting Walmarts into quote unquote, uh, FEMA camps, if you will, where they have children inside of Walmarts. This is done under Obama, by the way. This was not done under uh, President Trump. What the Democrats did is they blamed President Trump for the kids being locked behind these barbed wires in these Walmart, when in reality, President Obama is the one who initiated and, and pushed it. President Trump just has kind of the throwback from it. He's, he, he has to undo what he did. And it takes time, and he's been trying to undo it. But why do they keep creating these facilities when they have empty ones ready to go? They have empty ones ready to go. They don't, I mean, and, and I want to be very clear. I'm, I'm not against the thought process as a whole. Uh, we in America need that first line of support in case of disaster, both you and I, covered recently what an EMP could potentially do to the country. And if that was to happen, how many millions of people are going to need the support of something that could exist? True. But they even admit themselves they can't even help. They can't, they help. can't even help. They, they said they can help for like a week and outside of that. That's it. You're on your own. That's what terrifies so me. What's so the where's point? all the money going? What's the point? Why are we even doing it? Let's not let's not put out a public campaign about getting prepped. Let's not put out a public campaign about here's what you do. I, I remember when I was in school, and I'm going to age myself again, not a comment. So we had to practice for, again, the, the nuclear fallout in case it was to hit. And I remember the campaigns everywhere of here's what you do, and here's where your nearest shelter is. And But nowadays, it doesn't seem to make a difference. All that's gone away. It's quiet. If I, I guarantee you, if I ask kids, we're, we're, what are you going to do in case of disaster? Um, uh, get on my phone and try to call somebody. Well, no, your phones won't work. Uh, I'm gonna get to the house. Well, where are the supplies? Uh, not exactly sure. I'll just, well, okay. You start to see the issue and just have that conversation with a few people. Half of them will look at you like, ha, prepping, you're ridiculous. I don't need to do any of that. I don't even know what you're talking about. That's nuts. That food tastes terrible. Are we kidding? In the in the case of survival, and if, if push comes to shove, why has that been so driven out of the American public's mind that they're starting to think they don't need to defend themselves, they don't need to prep for anything? Are we living in that much of a utopia, or are just is is everyone getting that blinded by this message out there? I think there's a lo- there's a big push against against prepping, but. See, even FEMA tells you to prepare. Uh, and there's a website put out by the government. Uh, I think it's 
ready.gov. That's it. Ready.gov. That even tells you, you yourself need to prepare and at least have 14 days. It went from mm-hmm. three days to 14 days and they keep increasing. Uh, and, and the, and the fact of the matter is when we do have a FEMA or somebody go somewhere, what happens? They initiate martial law and they start taking our guns. The only thing you have to protect yourself against criminals that could break into wherever you're at is your gun in your personal side. And they come and take that away. Look, the bad guys are going to keep their guns and hide it from any military presence. So what happens to the guns? Well, it gets taken from the good guys. That's what happens every single time. And so, uh, you know, there's so many things that can ensue. And I get that there has to be some sort of order, but look at what's happening in Venezuela. Look at what happened in Greece. There's just a lot of things that could break out. So I think we here in America get in our, again, I say this a lot, but our normalcy bias bubble, and we ignore some of the dealings that are happening around us. We can't just do that. We have to start waking up everyone and say, look, look, there's there's a real, say, call it an information battle, call it a, a censorship war, whatever you want to deem it. But they're on step three already, if not further down the road, in getting us more like communist China. It's a stepping process. you got to do this, 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 and this. Obviously, mm-hmm. none of that's going to be accomplished with Trump in office. And the American people don't even realize it. When you have every media news station, with exception to one, which is kind of on the edge, mm-hmm. uh, bashing the president of the United States, when you have every social media outlet from Facebook to Twitter to Instagram pushing a negative message about the president, then what you have here is a group of people who are working against the reality of the American people against you because we put him in office and they're taking out anyone, anyone who loves this country and loves America, any person who just wants to be a nationalist or a Christian. If you are not a globalist, my friends, then you are part of the, the, the class that they want to silence. If you're not for globalism, if you're not for, uh, being a plantation, being, being a slave on a plantation, because that is what they want. Again, I'm going to reiterate JFK said there is a plan to enslave all of humanity. He meant it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when I say the Democratic arm has a plan to enslave us all, I mean it. Like, I literally mean it. Now, it's not the way you think we're gonna, they're going to, you know, uh, Pharaoh style where we're walking down, you know, with, with, with uh, Pharaoh style and he's got whips and bricks and hay and mortar and you're going to make bricks. No, or it's not going to be like it was years ago in our unfortunate situation when we had the South, very bad times in America. But here we are today, their plantation uh, style is controlling everything about you, your finances, uh, what you do on social media, what you can and can't say on social media. And ah, socialism, aka communism, because it always leads to that, it will make you poor because if everybody's forced to make a certain amount, doesn't matter what you do, you can guarantee you that the government is going to take advantage of that and pay you junk. You're just not all going to be middle class. It's not all going to be pretty. And we'll all end up poor, just like Venezuela, just like Greece. Yeah. And how did they do it? They did it through the stealth attack of money. And I'm going to, and I hope next time we remember this and we'll write it down because if you watch how they're attacking Tucker Carlson, what they're doing is the advertisers are pulling out because everything's big business nowadays. So if, and I always see on my comments, you know, what can I do to help? What you can do to help is if you know that business owner, even if you know that big corporate giant, tell them 
or her not to be afraid to support those conservative voices that are speaking out because they're not alone and their company and their, their companies will not be boycotted and people will not stop buying their products because that's what they're so concerned about right now because the globalists have learned, oh my gosh, if we can't physically attack, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go after the sponsors and make them so afraid to sponsor these conservative voices. We're going to say that we're going to bring libel suits. We're going to bring racism suits. We're going to bring freedom of speech suits. We're even doing it to Facebook on the same exact pretense, just because Facebook wasn't shutting down conservatives quick enough. And if you don't think they're doing that to every major company in the United States, you would be woefully mistaken. They're attacking through money. They're attacking the advertisers. They're assuring that the rug is ripped out from underneath every voice that they want silenced, every platform that they don't agree with, anything that they are not in control of. Remember what I told you because we're running out of time here. This is that small child underneath the table throwing an absolute tantrum, which you cannot be sure at any moment in time what will happen because they cannot control themselves at this point in time. They are angered, they are furious, and a caged animal is very, very, very dangerous. We all know that. And that is exactly what this globalist party is because Trump has caged them temporarily and they are livid. Absolutely. And that's the good thing is, is we are making some headway. We are making headway. And I want to encourage you guys, share this podcast far and wide. Share other part, podcasts like it far and wide. Check out my YouTube channel. You guys know it, Lisa Haven. Uh, check out Justice's YouTube channel. Justice a night.com or just type in Justice Night. Not Justin, J-U-S-T-U-S-K-N-I-G-H-T. And with that, I just also want to give a quick shout out to our partner and sponsor, uh, my, my Patriot Supply. And if you go to Prepare with Lisa, that is preparewithlisa.com. Uh, they've got some amazing Christmas specials there on that website uh, for food storage. And, Wait, how do you get uh, to be prepared with Lisa? Why not prepare with Justice? Wait, oh, that's right. You got all those subscribers. Darn it. <laughs> I'm a woman. Yeah, you that's are. Right. You're, you're a lot cuter than I am. I'll give you that. You, you win. You win. <laughs> <laughs> but again, Prepare With Lisa. It's an amazing company. I've gotten a lot of great feedback over, and I just want to thank you all for tuning in. Yeah, and thank you guys again for tuning in. And if you're not preparing with them, I encourage you at least do some preparation on your own. Uh, uh, lots of things you can do. You know, there's a lot of good sites, prepping sites that you guys can check out in order to prepare yourselves for a rainy day. Uh, you never know what tomorrow holds, so it's always nice to be ready in the event of some kind of catastrophe. Well, we love you all and have a very merry, merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Enjoy and enjoy those families. Stay warm, stay safe. And if we just offended you too bad because it is Christmas and I love <laughs> Not Christmas. Not changing that. Never going to happen. <laughs> All right. This is Lisa Haven and that's Justice Knight signing out.